Hello, hello, hello. We are back like we never left. Going over this week six main slate slash lineup week. And then we're going to do a first glance into week seven. I'm your host, Dynamic DFS. And this is the last glance, first look pod. Let's jump right in. So, what did we learn week six? Cooper Cup is the alpha in that Rams passing offense. I, I had some shares of Super Cooper Cup. Um, just not in the right places. Apparently, none of my lines were in the right places. Full transparency, I was insanely heavy on the Chargers offense and those expensive pieces. Uh, I saw the game going the other way around as Baltimore struggling to score with uh, the Chargers taking them apart. So every single one of my lineups had at least one to three pieces of that Charger uh, offense. And with a uh, bring back of Marquise Brown, um, some Mark Andrews. So needless to say, along with that and my love for the char- for the Minnesota and Panthers game as a sneaky shootout, which it kind of was. But a lot of the players didn't necessarily get there. Sam Darnold didn't necessarily get there. Um, the game did go over. Uh, I will say that I had was very big on Adam Thielen, if you listen to my Final Look podcast. So he got there. Um, but just my roster construction, I, I had a lineup with Adam Thielen, uh, Cooper Cup, but that lineup also had... Uh, I mean, not Kirk Cousins. It also had uh, Sam Darnold and Eckler and maybe Keenan Allen. It doesn't matter. It So, needless to say, right calls, wrong construction this week. But we are here for redemption. Um, can't say the same for Andre, who has had a fantastic week as well. I'm glad we didn't go head-to-head because he would have taken my money. Uh, so initially, to recap overall, I think that we the totals and the games were what we expected, uh, but the uh, players that got the points were kind of spread out. I saw this ridiculous stat that the first five or six touchdowns on the main slate came from backup running backs. Isn't that insane? But, needless to say, let's jump back in. Uh, C. Lamb with the eruption game, nine catches, 149 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, we all looked at that Dallas-New England over like 50-plus points. Is this really going to go over? Can New England score that much? And the answer is, it's not New England scoring. It's Dallas's defense. Uh, they are giving up a lot of points to poison offenses which is great because you can use the opponents that Dallas is going against as a streamer. Uh, If you had concerns about the talent of the offense they go against, New England had 29 points, right? Uh, So that's something to note. Derrick Henry being Derrick Henry, glad he was off the main slate. He's on the main slate week seven uh, versus Kansas City. So, (laughs) like, if you can afford to pay for him, you're you're playing him. If he puts up a 35-plus point performance, which... Is obviously in the realm of possibility. 
you're happy about that. Um, Jonathan Taylor, even though he's kind of in a split backfield, got there. 31 fantasy points off 15 touches. The dude is uber efficient. You can't ask for anything more than that. Donovan Peoples-Jones is a player that I have been talking about in terms of the air yards and the his role in the offense. And I was off him this week. I played him two weeks in a row. If you listen to my podcast, I played him two weeks in a row. He didn't get there. He started to get a little bit more role here or there, and then he explodes for 29 points. The fluky Hail Mary catch, but it's fantasy. Things like that happen. Uh, not often, but it happens nonetheless. Uh, so I'm glad to see that. Jalen Waddle, uh, explosion, get right spot. Joe Mixon, who I was heavy on as well, is fantastic. Um, the Rams are starting to get somewhat of a concentrated offense, which is Matthew Stafford, Daryl Henderson, and Cooper Cup. Uh, it's a little bit scary to actually punch in because you got Tyler Higby, who is playing all those snaps. You got Robert Woods, who can have his game at any moment. But even looking at the game logs, there wasn't necessarily many games where if Robert Woods got there, Cooper Cup didn't have a serviceable game. Tyler Higby has been serviceable, but he hasn't necessarily been taken away from others. Um, so I'm starting to uh, like that more. And if you listen to my podcast uh, since we started, I've always been big on the Robert Woods Cooper Cup stack. I think that at this point, every week, if you stack them, they are combining for more than 45, almost 50 points. Uh, the one may go boom, one may go average, but like they've combined for over 40 to 45 points every game this season, which uh, in cash is fantastic. GPPs, we really want them to both... Uh, have over 30 points to meet their cost per dollar or just be meet their cost per dollar individually. But I think that going for a cup in woods, it's a fantastic uh, cash stack for the rest of the season. Tua versus Jacksonville, decent fantasy game, not so decent uh, real life game. Uh, really disappointed to see my Dolphins lose. Noah Fant. The air yards and snapshear finally connected, and he had 24 fantasy points. We love to see it. Antonio Brown is the sneaky wide receiver one in that offense. I mean, looking at Antonio Brown historically compared to all three of these wide receivers, you don't say, oh, who's the better historical wide receiver out of here? And I think what they're doing, even though Antonio Brown is playing the least amount of snaps, they're giving him very valuable snaps. Like when he's in the game, He's part of the game script and the direction that they want to go. So I think that uh, them not having him out there 20 all the entire game is really starting to reserve his legs and keep him fresh for the moments they really need him. So going forward, like I think it's kind of everyone saying Godwin is the overall best option, but I think it's it's moved to 1A, 1B with Antonio Brown being that 1B because the snaps aren't there. But I, at his cost that he hovers around, 
um, that 5K range, low sixes, uh, probably sooner than later, you're not afraid to pay for that. Um, other than that, uh, Lamar Jackson, they had three rushing touchdowns, and Lamar Jackson didn't get any of them. Let me check that box score. I really liked him going in, uh, but it, it's bewildering that a team can score 34 points and uh, the starting quarterback has 13.7 fancy points. Yep, he did not have a rushing touchdown. They had three touchdowns on the ground, all went to a different running back, and Lamar Jackson didn't get any of them. So, sum it up, uh, the Chiefs ha have been looking struggling this season uh, against any offense. They did win 31-13, but they kind of had to... Uh, pace out that game uh the Bengals are looking super solid in terms of players that can get there and how the offense is running uh jamar chase is a fantastic play every week at this point uh joe mixon is back in his uh 70 80 snap row um and t higgins and tyler boyd are fine streamers every week with me liking t higgins a little bit more cardinals are legit um, do they lose at all this season? Who knows? Uh, the Seahawks with uh, the backup quarterback is takes a hit directly to uh, Lockett and DK, DK Metcalf. But other than that, I will move on. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater is turning into one of my favorite streaming quarterbacks. His price is staying overall down, and he's had some of the tougher matchups this season. And he's, for the most part, did what he's needed to do. Uh, so you cannot be mad about that. All right. Let's move on to the week seven first glance. Let me pull up this main slate. A lot of buy games this week. Uh, Ten games on this main slate. So you want to kind of... Go for more solid plays and a couple contrarian GPPs. You don't want to fade too far off like you do it. Well, like I did with my lineups this week. Um, even though I don't see the Chargers as fading too far off, they just had one of those games where they didn't get there. Um, you got immediately off the bat, I see Patrick Mahomes at a whopping 8,400 versus Tennessee. The matchup is there, the price is not. Um, Kyler Murray at 8,500 versus Houston, which you're really paying for his overall consistency this season. It's been very impressive. Other than that San Francisco game, he's had 20-plus fancy points every week. At 8,500 versus a beatable Houston, um, I don't see why I would go up and pay for him. I would go at other spots. Uh, Aaron Rodgers at 7,500 in A-plus matchup. Um, looks pretty solid. Uh in terms of a cash play, but I don't see the 30-point upside being there if Washington is going to be inconsistent on their end. The Lamar Jackson at 7,400 versus Cincinnati, I like a lot. People are going to be off of him because of that performance. Price didn't change. Um, has a preferably uh, better matchup in terms of Cincinnati being pretty solid against the run and forcing Lamar Jackson is going to get there in the rushing yards. 
uh, but in terms of passing, he will be pushed to pass, funnel, uh, get some passing touchdowns. He didn't look too good in terms of interceptions, but I think that it, he is a fine bring back play, uh, bounce back play this week. Matthew Stafford versus Detroit, 7,100. Can't hate it. Jalen Hurts. Jalen, I don't have a floor below 20 fantasy point. Hurts, 6,900 versus Las Vegas. Uh, Philadelphia has been looking better. They're not exactly where I need them to be. Um, but Jalen Hurts is a fine naked play. You don't have to really stack him with anyone else at this point. Ryan Tannehill versus Kansas City at 6,400. He hasn't had that many big games this week, but I think that as we saw with the Buffalo Bills and the the game just now with the Buffalo Bills and Titans, the Titans can score points versus anyone, especially with Derrick Henry. AJ Brown, Julio Jones are back. Um, I really like the pieces from Tennessee and Kansas City because both of those Defense have struggled mightily this year. Uh, Tennessee having the short weekend pushes me towards Kansas City a little bit. Uh, so I like any of those main pieces from those games. Joe Burrow at 6,200. His price went down. Uh, I guess it's more on the matchup side. Uh, but uh, it's kind of... You're, you're hesitant to play him, really, if, after you saw what Justin Herbert went through. But they are still ex- exploitable by no stretch of imagination, a perfect um, matchup. We got Sam Darnold at 5,900 versus super exploitable Giants defense. Uh, I think I'm going to say it again. Uh, I'm not going to be as heavy on Sam Darnold as I was going into the season. But I think that the Giants defense is equivalent to the, you know, the Jets, New Orleans, Houston, Dallas level tier where Sam Donald really had fantastic games. Um, So I wouldn't be afraid to really roll him back out, especially if dependent on how healthy the Giants are. Right. Um, Matt Ryan at 5,700 versus a. Miami team that hasn't really done anything. I like this play a lot. Uh, there's a lot of top-end quarterbacks. Matt Ryan, who started off the season pretty rough, 7.4 points in that game versus Philadelphia, has averaged, let's see, about 22, 23 fantasy points since that point. Um, so going against the Miami defense, who's been banged up lately. Even if they're not banged up, I I still think they're exploitable. Calvin really will be in. Cal Pitts has had his explosion game. I love that call right there. And then one more for you, Tua at 5,500. He came back versus Jacksonville, put up 25 fantasy points. The Atlanta defense can be the, consider the same thing really in terms of uh, com- com- comparable to Jacksonville and their ex- how you can exploit them. So I don't hate Tua. It's looking like a week where you can really get away with paying down at quarterback and don't have to pay up. So you can fit in Derrick Henry at 9,200. 
Daryl Henderson at 6,600. Joe Mixon at 6,500. Aaron Jones at 7,500. Like, I think this is one of those plays where, as I said before, like Washington, if they can't answer back, this can just be, okay, we're just going to run the ball 25 times for Aaron Jones, give him all the touches. Cordell Patterson is at 6,300. I have not played him at all this season, but you, you, you against Miami, you really have to just love what he can do there. He, he, he's gonna pay for at least has a floor of about fourteen to fifteen fantasy points, so I don't hate him either. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, sixty-one hundred. Who, mm, if you want to, I, I, I see why. DeAndre Swift, six thousand. Like his price is not moving, even though he's had solid performances every week. Uh, versus the Rams, uh, the, his usage in the passing game is really what you're going after. 295 passing yards so far this season, which actually may be in contention to lead Detroit. So I don't hate that either. Darrell Williams at 5,800. I liked his usage uh, in Kansas City last week. I think that against Tennessee, uh you can see similar outage. They weren't. He got some targets in the passing game, which is really what you want to see. Um, that he was being used no matter the game script. Uh, James Conner at fifty six hundred. If the he's getting the touches, so against Houston, he's going to get a lot of goal line work. I don't hate that call as well. Uh, Her- Herbert, if Williams is not back, don't hate him at nineteen point two as well. Um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and plug in some plays that I can p- potentially like so far, just to give you guys a quick lineup build to tell you where my head's really at, even though it's kind of the first game so far. Immediately, I think it's really easy to plug in either Matt Ryan or Tua. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt Ryan in this case. Maybe I'll bounce back to Tua, depending on where the rest of my lineup goes. Uh, Since I paid down, I'm going to go ahead and plug in Derrick Henry at 9,200. Hopefully, I don't forget that. And actually, we can keep that for now. And then I will go ahead and plug in... Let's go with... Henderson Jr. I'm going to actually take Henry out. I think that um, if I find myself with extra cash, I will put him in. But for right now, I think it might be good to stack Matt Ryan with Cordell Patterson in this case. Uh, Moving on to wide receiver, we got Adams, 89, Tyreek Hill, 86, which is quite pricey. But against Tennessee, I can understand why the price is there. Um, Calvin really at 6,600 versus Miami. I like that a lot. I'm going to go ahead and plug him in. Now I have basically a full stack, uh, with the Atlanta pieces. Uh, so I'm going to get a bring back from that Miami side. Obviously, I think I'm going to target towards Jalen Waddle, 5,600. You can't be mad at that at all. Um, Let me go ahead and plug in some defensive pieces uh, so I can 
see where I'm really at in terms of the space. Uh, Philadelphia versus Las Vegas. They have a lot of sacks this season, 11 so far. I don't hate that. Um, Washington football team put up eight against eight fancy points up against KC. They're playing against Green Bay. I don't hate that as well. Um, the Jets versus New England, 13 sacks so far this season. No game, even though they've stunk to bed, they have no games below zero fancy points. Uh, that can be a play as well. So I'm going to go ahead and for right now, let's go with let's go with the Eagles. Moving on. Let me plug in a tight end to see where I'm really at there. I already have Patterson. I already have uh, Ridley. So do I, I'm not really comfortable going with Pitts in this case. I think that I want to target someone else. Let's see. Hunter Henry. I talked about him. He, he got 10 points there. Ricky Seals-Jones is still at 3,700. Mike, I'm going to use him until he gets up in price to like 5K. So 3,700, I'm still paying for that. I have 13-2 with two spots left. I really want to go and get a top wide receiver option with one of my picks. And I think I'm going to have to go with Cooper Cup at 84. And that leaves me with 4,800 for one more piece. Um, and I will go with, so here's my conviction play this week. I chased the Donovan Peoples Jones air yards and matchup. I well got off him and I lost. I, I, I didn't have him on his explosion week. Uh, I was big on Adam Thielen and I, I was on Adam Thielen, but not with the right roster construction. Robbie Anderson has been getting the targets, right? 11-7-11. He's getting the air yards, and his price didn't move despite getting 11 targets, and now he has the Giants. 4,800, Robbie Anderson is my conviction play of the week. I'm going to continue to chase the snap share and air yards, and I will be on Robbie Anderson when he has his boom game. So, to finalize my first glance lineup, I got Matt Ryan, uh, Daryl Henderson, Cordell Patterson, Cooper Cup. So I got a stack there already. Calvin Ridley, bring back with Jalen Waddle, uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, uh, Robbie Anderson, and the Eagles defense. I will say that if you aren't comfortable with the pieces, uh, the amount of Atlanta pieces I have, I understand. Uh, but seeing that Jackson, they lost to Jacksonville and they had a solid game, don't feel too bad about it. If I would say a player that I would sub out, I would probably replace Josh Jacobs, who was kind of outshined by Kenyon Drake. He still had a solid game. Uh, I like him as well. But if I play him, I'm not going to play the Philadelphia defense. But that's what I have for now, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any questions, don't feel be afraid to at me at Dynamic DFS. Peace.